Thanks for having me. No doubt, no doubt. So obviously, man, I've been following you for a while. I found you on TikTok originally, but then when I came over to Instagram, I was like, I got to follow you there too. So I got a lot of questions tonight. I'm going to try to get through them all, but I'm really interested in hearing, like, how did you get started? Like, what inspires you to start creating content and documenting your journey uh, when you started creating content back in 2021? Um, Yeah, man. Um, What kind of – um, we were, we had, it was COVID last year. So like, mm-hmm. you know, in school we weren't doing anything, but you know, going to school and then we would just have little workouts. Like I wasn't in season. So, um, you know, social media was starting to come up, especially TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I, I kind of just one day woke up and like, you know what, let me start TikTok. And, yeah. um, just then, uh, it's, you know, skyrocketed, but I, I, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to, um, you know, be something that I did every day or I was just doing it for fun. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I started. Gotcha. I'm curious to know, like, obviously, just from watching all of your TikToks, like you seem to be like a very competitive player on the court. But I'm curious to know, like, is this has that translated into your, like your content creator style? Like, are you competitive with other people that might be in your niche or like your ability to create content and put stuff out every day? Like, just give me like the, your mindset as a content creator right now. Nah, for sure. It's funny as you said that. I was thinking about it the other day. Like, I mean, you know, since I've started doing content creation, like, and taking it seriously, mm-hmm. some of the stuff like uh, the competitiveness. Um, you know, seeing other um, creators, you know, go viral and, you know, post consistently that like causes me to want to do more, you know what I'm saying? And, you mm-hmm. know, um, and post every day. So yeah, definitely like from a competitive standpoint uh, and staying like disciplined and stuff, um, I've taken my stuff that I've, you know, always do for basketball and learned from mm-hmm. basketball and bring it right to, you know, creating content and, things of that nature so for sure definitely got you speaking kind of the makings of matt or like who you are like i also noticed like you you like introduce a lot of your faith into your content so like how does like your faith as a christian like how does that like blend how do you blend that easy so easily and seamlessly into your content i know some other creators can like struggle with doing that but i think you do a great job of that yeah i mean it i don't i kind of just be myself you know what i'm saying i don't really try to overcomplicate it Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I use like my past experiences and, you know, I, the success I've had and the things that I've done, I I can't really credit myself for it. You know, I just credit God. And mm-hmm. um, you know, through that, um, he's he's helped me even through the content creation journey, even, you know what I'm saying, uh, with ideas or just, you know, it's it's only because of him that I'm here. So, yeah. you know, uh kind of just credit it to God. And from there, you know, people, um, you know, can relate. Uh, and yeah. Gotcha. No, I definitely can agree and relate to that, man. We're here because of him. So, I mean, why, might as well just, just give him the credit. Cause I mean, without him, I mean, what, what would you be doing? Right. <laughs> um, 
next I want to I'm gonna really talk about like your impact of your content because I know I feel like just from reading the comments and looking at some of the content like I feel like it's like just most like most documentary style things like it could just be very inspirational so like I'm sure like your, your DMs get flooded or your comments get flooded with like younger people that look up to you and that want to get like information on how they can get to where you are so did you like really I know you, you said earlier you didn't foresee all of this like the, the growth that you've had but like um, did you see the impact or are you intentional with your content creation to have an impact now that you do have such a, a bigger platform um yeah definitely um through my content and i think like since i've started man I've, I've always wanted to you know impact the younger the younger generation especially because like you know growing up i didn't have tiktok or you mm -hmm. know people kind of like just like me to look up to you know what i'm saying i'm from wilmington delaware so we don't really have a lot of you know, people to look up to and gain like motivation from. And um, so I kind of just wanted to be that type of person to, you know, the younger generation. And yeah, definitely, you know, I get a lot of DMs. I try to get to all of them and stuff like that. But I definitely try to, um, you know, position my content to inspire and give value to, you know, someone who might need it. Cause I've been in that spot for sure. Gotcha. Uh, what's a piece of advice you would give somebody generally that may be watching this that, that want to get to where you are as a content creator or even as an athlete right now? One piece of advice. Yeah, I mean, as an athlete, I'd say, you know, if you have a goal, if you have a vision, you know, chase it no matter what people say. You know, a lot of people will probably tell you that you can't do it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, from from my experiences, you know, I just stayed with it, kept going, trust God. And it's just started to work out. You know what I'm saying? It might not happen as soon as you want it to. But, you know, if you stay diligent, um, you know, you persevere, like it'll actually uh, happen. And as long as you put it in that work, too. Also, as a content creator, um, I'd say, like, you know, educate yourself, you know, uh, educate yourself and just go ahead and. Go post, you know what I'm saying? I think we sometimes overcomplicate it. Um, you know, just be yourself. Uh, stay consistent with it. If you really want to do it, stay consistent. And, yeah, just post. And from there, you learn. But, yeah. Right. No, I mean, that's why I call this show, that's why it's titled The Ring Chasing Podcast, is because I really think, like, um, sports has so many similar similarities to, to content creation or really cr just being a creative as a whole. Cause like you really just have to be tunnel vision and focused and put in the work and the grind. Cause like, as you were describing, like what you, the advice you would give to somebody in athletics, I would say the same thing just from content creation, because it takes so much to post consistently, as you know, right. Just be consistent and keep posting, um, to come up with new ideas and even get motivation. Cause at times like most of us in anything, like we can just so easily get burnt out. So, um, the next thing I wanted to ask you about was like, since you, your brand has grown so fast and obviously in a great window, cause you know, NIL and everything opened up with that. I just wanted to know, like, have you been able to truly capitalize, um, on that opportunity in this past season? I know you, you've launched your brand. I need to get some of that, some of the swag, but besides that point, like <laughs> how have you been able to capitalize on NIL this past year? Yeah. Um, you know, definitely since the NIL passed in July, I've been able to capitalize, um, I signed a couple uh, brand deals and I've um, been sponsored by a couple of companies, you know, making videos for them, um, can't, uh, participating in campaigns too. 
Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely been, uh, it's been great, you know, especially, you know, as, as a content creator, I started at the right time. Um, I know people before me, you know, who were big on these platforms, they weren't able to, you know, uh, benefit. So, you know, I'm just grateful mm -hmm. to be able to benefit and, uh, and, you know, start to build, uh, af for after college and, you know, build on what I have now. And, you know, it, it carried me, you know, uh, after college. So. Right. So how, how's your, like most times when we create content, just like when you're a basketball player, like your game started off one way, probably when you were in like middle school and in high school to where it is now you've developed over time. So like in the past year, how would you say your content creation has evolved? Like whether it be your shooting style, your editing, your storytelling, like what do you think has evolved since you started uh, creating content? Yeah, a lot. Um, Cause I kind of, I just started from scratch. So and like I said, through posting consistently, I figure out I figure out things about myself, ways to improve. So, uh, you said one, one, one. You want one example? No, you however many you want on this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because it's just so many. Like I'd say, you know, starting off editing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, knowing how to center text. Uh, hmm. You know, little things like that. Um, you know, time length, like how long the video is, just testing out mm -hmm. different time lengths, different times to post, um, things of that nature, um, hooks, like what to put, and, you know, how to catch the readers or catch the viewers' attention in, you know, 0.5 seconds, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, taking my viral videos and trying to duplicate the strategies I've used um, that's also evolved, you know what I'm saying? I kind of know what it takes to go viral now. Hmm. Um, um, what else? Um, yeah, and I'll just say those things um, off the top of my head, like, you know, definitely uh, improved. Oh, how to get comments, how to, how to get, you know, viewers to comment, how to actually make them feel like that video was actually for them. You know what I'm saying? So... Hmm. I would say. Gotcha. So I want to kind of expound on a few of those points. So like on the Ring Chasing Podcast, I like to give people practical steps on how they can do certain things so they can achieve your level of success someday. So in your opinion, let's start off with going viral or leveraging um, one of your viral videos to duplicate that success again. I want you to kind of touch on like, why is that important? And what does that process look like for you? Yeah, it's important. Um, you know, it's definitely important because, you know, everyone wants to go viral. That's kind of like our goal, you know, not mm -hmm. to not sugarcoating. Like we all want to go viral. Yeah. Um, my process is, you know, understanding like, OK, what in this video caused people to comment and like and share? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's figuring that out um, and it's figuring out, OK, what what was the time? How long was the video? How long was the video? So it's figuring all those uh, little bits and pieces out and, um, you know, trying to duplicate it. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. So that's kind of like my process with that. Sometimes it's luck um, and sometimes it just takes you continuing to post, you know, post daily. And, you know, they might out of luck or just out of you becoming a better creator, it'll it'll pop. So. Yeah. 
It's crazy, like, when you're talking, like I said, so many comparables to sports. Like, it sounds like when you're, like, breaking down, like, what you do, it's kind of like the fundamentals of content creation. It's like just finding these different little nuances that you need to do. Um, but for the most part, the biggest thing is just doing. Because the more you create, the more you'll learn and see those little nuances and fundamentals that you need to do to pull, to grow the ne- to the next point. You know, when I'm working on my clients, I tell them all the time, like, this is not – a short race, you know, I, I haven't even got to the level of success you have from a follower standpoint, but I understand like it's a long game. You got to be consistent you got to keep posting because you never know what video, like you were just saying, talking about going viral, like what video is going to go viral. But at the same time, like you have to be ready to go viral to a certain extent, like, you know, so, um, I think a lot of the points you hit home, they were key, but I have a few other questions. So like, do you edit your own videos or do you have an editor that helps you with that? Yeah, um, I edit all of my videos. Um, there's some instances wow. where, like, there's one thing, like, I don't know how to do it. I'm still learning. Like, I'm not good with, I'm not that good with Adobe yet. I'm learning okay. how to Adobe, but usually I just use TikTok and Instagram to edit. Um, you know, like, for, I do tweet overlay videos, and for that, like, that takes a lot of, like, Photoshop and stuff. I don't really know how to do that, but so I mm-hmm. have some is good at it i just send it over to her and she gets it done for me but i'm learning how to do that but for the most part i edit my all of my videos yeah gotcha that's surprising man because you're in school you're hooping you know you're getting practicing and all this other stuff and you still editing like man it's people it's people that complain that do less than that that don't want to edit their own videos so that's crazy yeah it's crazy so oh my bad go ahead no, I was just going to say it's a lot. Um, and some, I, sorry, I just want to touch on this before, like about the viral thing. I kind of think like that's kind of why I have the drive because at first I didn't go viral. You know, a lot of mm. creators, they go viral early and they get complacent and they don't have the motivation to keep, um, to, you know, if they, so if they go viral one day, you know, early in their journey and then the next couple videos, they don't even touch a hundred views. They kind of get discouraged. So I'm kind of grateful mm. to go viral early so I can continue to have the the motivation and the hunger to chase, uh, you know, views and not even chase views, but like to just get, continue to get better. Right. But yeah, sorry. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's a good point. Like you said, I mean, that's what the podcast is for. So for people to learn. So I think that's a great point. But I wanted to know, like, who does your shooting? You can't do that yourself because you're on camera. So, like, if there's somebody shooting you at the game, at practice, the camera's moving, so it, it can't always be on the tripod. So, like, who's the, who does that for you? Yeah, we have a um, – there's a student on campus. Uh, you know, we're in the same grade. Uh, her okay. name is V. She, she records for the school, and she also does it for her own brand. Like, she's a videographer, editor, photographer. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she helps me film and stuff like that and you know practice she practices it at the same time too so it's a good partnership we have going on and i'm grateful for her yeah yeah man god <laughs> if we all need somebody like that man if you want to document your process especially like at where you are right now to have somebody that's trying to learn and develop and just be willing to kind of partner with you on it like that's so yeah. key because like a lot of what you do, I don't think it would be as impactful if you didn't have anybody to like actually be there to like record and get those moments because it's cool to like see like how she zooms in and sees you like 
at the game or it's like focused on you like in the huddle or you like dribbling down the court but it's like just you it's not like a game footage that you have to like zoom in a thousand pixels and it's like very pixelated i can tell like it's focused on you um and i think it like helps with your storytelling or your videos um which i think is really dope so i think that's a dope partnership so congrats to you and her on that for sure for sure yeah shout out to her um I mean, it sounds like you like to juggle a lot, but I was going to ask, like, how, how are you managing? Like, obviously, you, you built up a huge following on TikTok. Uh, you're over a quarter million now, right? Or you uh, that? Yeah, I'm at like 235 right now, 235K. Gotcha. You, you'll hit that soon enough. So let's just say you have a quarter of a million on TikTok. Uh, how are you managing, like, building platforms or your brand on multiple platforms right now? Because I know you're building a YouTube audience. You're posting shorts. You're posting the long-form documentary style on YouTube. You're posting on Instagram um, as well as posting on TikTok. So how are you managing kind of building your brand on all three of those platforms concurrently? Yeah, uh, it's kind of – I'm not going to lie. It's tough. You know what I'm saying? I, first, I just was strictly TikTok, and mm-hmm. I moved on Instagram, and um, I – you know, for a long time, I was just going on TikTok. So I just started to move my content from TikTok over to Instagram using, uh, you know, like the Snap Instagram or TikTok downloader. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing that. And, you know, um, I so, yeah, so now when I post, I just, you know, if I post something on TikTok, I post on Instagram. So I kind of just use it as the same thing. Sometimes I do exclusive content only for TikTok and exclusive content only for Instagram. Um, in terms of YouTube, uh, I, same thing. I kind of just throw the TikTok and Instagram content short form on the YouTube mm-hmm. shorts. Uh, and then with long form content, I'm need, I need to get better at that and post consistently on that, um, you know, to get my YouTube really up and running. running. I've had one good viral video it got like 30k on youtube i was excited about that um but yeah i'm still working on and and it's a lot of work you know those long form videos uh they well i think my videos i think i just kind of want to be want them to be uh uh they they take a lot of editing because they're like documentary type exactly yeah um yeah but i'm just working on being consistent with that and uh yeah that's how i kind of manage everything Hmm. What would you, so like long term? What do you what do you think you're gonna end up focusing on the most? Are you gonna keep focusing on more so the short form, or do you think you really want to go all in on the long form? Because obviously we know like YouTube pays a little more at the moment. I'm not sure what the direction that you know Instagram is going with the reels as far as the payment. I know the the head of uh, Instagram said that they're gonna go towards like a more pay to play uh, creator standpoint, um, and TikTok is trying to get better. Uh, so I guess with the compensation in mind, like what are you thinking going forward is going to be like your main focus? Um, I would just say it depends on the platform. Like say, if, you know, Instagram and TikTok start to pay more, I'll probably focus or keep going with that. So far, mm-hmm. I've been successful with short, short form content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really want to give long form a chance yeah. um, and try to really focus on that in the next year. Uh, and depending on, you know, uh, how each stack up and what the payment's looking like, I'll decide then. But so far, I think I'm going to be going with short form uh, as of right now, only because I'm good at it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, and that's where I'm more comfortable. 
definitely going to try. Gotcha. No, I, th I think that's a good strategy. Like I said, double down on what you're good at. Because at the end of the day, I mean, a percentage of your following is you continue to grow. It's going to continue to trickulate over to your Instagram if you stay on TikTok primarily and trickulate over to your uh, YouTube as well. So, um, like I said, it can just be a steady process because YouTube can be like that anyway. You know, <laughs> it's just a steady growth process. It doesn't happen overnight um, like it will with the short form. So why not just keep doubling down on that if you've already had that success? Um the next thing I want to ask you is like kind of like a parallel to like film study. Obviously, there's a lot of research that goes into like athletics and playing in sports, um, the film you have to do. So I want to know, like, what's your research process uh, for your content production? Like, so do you like research your niche, figure out what's working, uh, find other creators because they're not really competitors, but other creators in your niche and see like what videos why it went viral for them and get ideas. Like, how do you how do you ideate um, and what, what's your research process if there is one for you? Yeah, um, definitely. I think that's very important, um, you know, from content standpoint, you know, even if it's just looking for viral sounds, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I would just I literally I just um, throw down TikTok and Instagram reels and just see uh, different creators and, you know, in the basketball community, motivation community, even in other communities, you know, just, you know, what I'm saying just looking at their strategies and kind of um, looking at what they did. If I like something, I'll try to make it my own. I don't want to really copy because that's not, it's not me. Mm. Like that's their idea. Right. Um, but I, I do um, make it my own and, um, you know, see where I can, uh, you know, fit it in. So that's kind of like my process um, with that. Gotcha. Um, in an article I read uh, from your bio, you talked about like running your own race, uh, staying consistent and like just knowing when your time will come. I think you kind of talked about this a little earlier because you said you didn't go viral at first and you had to keep going. Um, but I just wanted to hear from you. Like, do you think that's something that's obviously I think you're going to I think I know the answer to this, but I just want to know, like, do you think that's something that's relatable to content creation um, as far as just kind of running your own race, staying consistent um, and just knowing that your time will come? Yeah, definitely, um, for sure. Um, you know, as a content creator, it's easy to, you know, look at someone else go viral constantly and you're just not, you know what I'm saying? You can be discouraged. Um, but, like, yeah, like, definitely run your own race in content creation. You know what I'm saying? You want to just be yourself. Your audience will fall in love with you if you're being yourself. So kind of, yeah, definitely I would – advise an up-and-coming content creator not to you know focus on other people but focus on them and their own process and as long as you keep going uh you will be rewarded uh so yeah definitely gotcha how would you describe your brand in three words i think i know the answer to this too but i just want to hear you say <laughs> my brand ah that's a good question three words uh man i don't uh, I'd say it's a community, community, um, motivation, mm -hmm. and oh, I'd say faith. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Those are three good ones. <laughs> I hope those are so, good. 
I just got that off the top of my head. No, I mean, it's good because it's you, you know, like you said. Um, and I kind of want to go back to that, too, like what you were just talking about. I think that's a really slept on a slept on part of content creation uh, as far as like finding your voice and being yourself. Um, as I like came out on social media and like became more consistent, that's something I think I dealt with. Cause you know, when you first come out for a lot of people, you're like, okay, I want to create content. But for the most part, when you start, you kind of like creating what you see other people do in a way or some variation or form of that. But over time, like just for me, I've been able to find my voice and find like, okay, this is how, this is how I want to do my videos. Uh, this is what I like. Uh, this is how I want my setup to be. Um, this is kind of the tonality of what I want to say. This is how I'm going to script or like outline my videos. This is the structure of the distribution that I want to do. Um, but at first it's just like, before you find like your, <laughs> before you get comfortable just being you on camera or just, um, finding your voice. Like, I feel like it's just a lot of like, well, I want to pull from here and I'm going to pull from there and I'm going to pull from there, which is fine. You know, like Picasso says, you know, good artists copy, great artists steal. But at the same time, it's like you really have to like hone in on you. And I think that's when things really take off. And that's really what's been happening for me lately. It's just been getting a lot better just because I'm not like trying to pull inspiration anymore, really. It's just more like this is what I like. I've gotten to a point now where I just want to release what I want to release. I want to create the content I want to create. Like I'm not doing it because Joe Blow over there is doing it. And I like that really because now I'm just like, okay, this is what I want to do. And that's it. So I don't know if you can relate to that or not, but um, just wanted to share that. Yeah, I could definitely relate. And um, when once I actually started doing that, um, you know, I started to develop more of a relationship with my followers because I started telling my story, you know, my mm. own story. That's when, you know, you know, the, the DMs came and the comments and they like, yo, I relate to you, man. You, you're really inspirational. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know, I can inspire people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's crazy though, because I think a lot of times when you start out, you don't see it that way. It's like, man, he's inspiring, inspiring, or she's inspiring. So I need to pull inspiration from her and use that inspiration in this, but you don't realize, like you said, there's so much power inside of you. That's something that can be inspiring to somebody. And I think a lot of us just have so much self doubt when we start out. Cause we just like, ah, you know, the shyness to get in front of the camera, but in reality, bro, it's like so many people in the world and so many people can relate to your story, no matter what it is, or just find inspiration from that. And like I said, even me, like I said, for watching your content, like I'm not nowhere near trying to pick up a basketball anymore or nothing like that. But, you know, when I used to just watch your content, it was like, you know, it's still relatable because it's a journey. He's going on a journey, you know what I'm saying? And that's really what's picked up a lot for a lot of people. Um to have that relatable content because so many people are like, you know what, I'm going to start this journey and I'm going to have the fearless audacity to get in front of the camera and show people my process. And for a lot of times before TikTok, you know, with Instagram, everything was like, I'm just going to post the highlights. Nobody showed the process. But over the past year, I think that's really changed for a lot of people and they want to show that process. And I think that's what's broken that barrier down. And now so many more people are falling in love with the short form because it's so relatable because now you're letting me inside versus just showing me like the wrapping paper on the outside of what, you know, the result of what happened. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I like actually showing that you, know, you, you got to show the journey. I mean, not, not everything is sweet and peaches, you know what I'm saying? And that's a big thing. You know, I, I, I try to, you know, not always show me making a basket. You know, you might see me airball because we do airball. I mean, I'm, I'm a human. So showing, being, vulnerable, being vulnerable is really 
huge. And at first, it's not. It sounds. It sounds easy, but it's not easy. You know, you don't want to sometimes be judged or get hate comments. You know, I've got comments, but I. It's all right. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I can't. I can't dwell on it. Everyone's gonna hate. You know. You know. So. Right. Um. Yeah, but being vulnerable is definitely uh, key, and you know, definitely. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so what's next for you, man? Like, so I know you you just finished uh, your season. Um, I want to know, kind of like, I want to like project to the future a little bit. So, like, over the next five years, like, where do you see yourself? I know you're on the road to go to the NBA, but like, in terms of even as just as a creator, like, where do you see your brand like in the next five years? Because I mean, if you've had this growth in this short period of time, I really want to know like where you see your brand going in the next couple of years. Ah oh, man, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm definitely going to be on social media. I feel like um, it's it's been way more than I ever expected, and the opportunities are like endless, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see myself, you know, having, you know, same type of impact I'm having if it's on the court, if it's off the court. Uh, I don't know, um, but I definitely would still want to be inspiring people um, just as I am now. And, you know, I might, I don't know, have maybe a million followers on on one platform. That's the goal. That's the mm-hmm. goal, definitely a million. And, but not just a million, but like, you know, a million invested, active followers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And So definitely. And I think if I continue to do that everything will fall into place um so yeah i think that's where i would want to see myself in five years with this that's dope now, i think the point yeah. you made about an engaged community i think that's really smart because you know a lot of us want to get like these followers but then there's just like or numbers right let's just say numbers like but they end up just being like vanity metrics because i even had um on my design account i had well i just do graphic design stuff i do like for sports and i had one like go viral just because people were debating about whether or whether or not like women should be portrayed in an athletic manner like whether or not like I guess overly made up or done up because the girl was like hitting a tennis ball, but she was like grunting almost and people were arguing like whether that's okay or not. And that's why it went viral. But from that, like 1.6 million people, like I only got like 700 followers. So I could have been enamored with the fact that, Oh my God, it went viral, which I did like have a moment like, like, man, this is dope. Cause I mean, why not? Like we all have that dopamine hit. Right. But once I came down from that, it was like, you know, okay. It's just, you know, we just hit a number. Like that's cool, but it's not, you know, as impactful. Like this, this wasn't like 1.3 million, like on my story or something like this was just something that people just wanted to argue about, like some stupid things to happen online. Um, so I, I think that's a good point that you made, like an engaged community. I think that's what I want to. Um, and that's what, like you said earlier, like that's why I think it's important to really embrace the process because, um, after really doing soul searching over the past couple of months of really building my brand, I'm leaning into the fact that I don't want to grow as fast as I thought I did in the beginning because I'd rather grow a community full of engaged people who actually care about what I'm building as far as my brand goes versus a big group of people who just found me in an instant who aren't invested at all and can be gone right. tomorrow. Right. So that's so true. That's so uh, true. I wanted to ask you this. So 
the reason I call this podcast the Ring Chasing Podcast is because I see so many creatives uh, are being able to now like take their life from one way or one way of living to another way of living through creativity through content um and i'm not and i'm sure as as a basketball player you never thought of yourself as like a creative growing up but i mean the fact that you do create videos you are so um the way i look at it like you know you're gonna be able to really change your life or you already have really but as you continue to grow you can be able to really change your life the trajectory just off your ability to build an audience to create content. Um, it's already different for you now because even as you leave college, like you just spoke on a few minutes ago, like you're going to have opportunities I didn't have when I left school because I didn't have a quarter of a million or 500,000 or a million followers on any social platform. So um, with that being said, like what are some of your goals or what I call them as rings or like championship rings is what I equate it to. So like for my content, just to give you examples or my creativity, I want to be able to have a ring that says like, um, I have financial freedom. I have time freedom. I have location freedom. Uh, I have creative freedom. Um, and those things that are important to me. So when I say how you define it, it's just like, so what's important to you, like a long-term goal that you want your creativity to unlock for you? Is that financial freedom? Is it time freedom? Is it um, to be able to continue to have an impact on basketball when you can't play anymore? Um, what is it for you? Yeah, to con- definitely to continue to have an impact on people, financial freedom, um, you know, being able to post what I want, so creative freedom for sure. Um, yeah, um, and great just great um long lasting you know impact you know what i'm saying um hmm. definitely uh, uh like definitely um events definitely put god out there too you know because without yeah. him like i said this before i i couldn't really be in this position so definitely advance him um and yeah and definitely definitely those couple things is probably my goal with all of this for sure right mm-hmm. well that's when i left off for sure but i think that's something that i really like lean more into recently too of like showcasing my faith uh, so now i post more about what scriptures i'm reading all those yeah i like those um, yeah and things like that every day just because you know i think sometimes like before now, like I feel like it's been kind of taboo to showcase your religion because you don't want to push it on people. But again, like I said, I just got that fearless audacity now. Like I don't care anymore. It's just like this is what I want to post. This is my content. It's not meant to be offensive. It just showcases who I am personally. So you know, if you don't want to follow the guy who cares about branding, you know, well, really creation, content creation, creativity, uh, video marketing, and just you know things that and God, like I'm sorry, like I'm just not the guy. Just unfollow me. Like, like I'm sorry yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. A bigger thing too. Um, touch on the, um, you know, people unfollowing. Like I've started looking at my, like I used to look at my Instagram. Like I would only post, you know, the casual, you know, how teenagers are post, you know, pictures here and then, you know. And but I started looking at my Instagram as a business, and I just, I stopped caring. You know, fearless. Like if you see me every day. Go ahead and follow. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I have to, yeah. to do what I'm doing, especially in, you know, going back to the God thing. Yeah, I'm a post that uh, I'm a Christian and this is what I, this is who I am, what I stand for. And I found that, you know, through that, you know, God has rewarded me with, with this, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. 
with with right. the numbers and with the impact, you know. Um, so yeah, definitely. Right. Like you said it's a part of you, man. And to go back to the point you just made about the followers thing. I think, and I know you're a little further than me on your journey, but like for me, uh, beginning a few months ago, like to take it seriously anyway, back in October, I noticed that a lot of, like as you post more and you're more consistent, that you're going to like end up like clearing out a lot of the people who aren't going to support you anyway. So you got to kind of really just stay the course and lean into that because as you start posting more, like you probably got a lot of family and friends following you now. And those, that's not the crowd that's going to be there to support you anyway, or you're going to find out who's not going to be the ones because they're going to unfollow you. So at that point, you just kind of got to stay the course and then you're going to build that loyal community of people who are going to comment and engage every time you post, who are going to share your posts, um, who are going to follow you and like your stories and watch your stories and things of that nature. But before that, like it was like, I'm not gonna lie. Like that first month was rough. Cause it was like, dang, like all these people leaving, but it's like, you got to kind of embrace that and be like, okay, that's cool because you're just creating room for people who are going to engage and who are going to care, who are buying into this brand, you know? So I just had to change like my mindset on that. And I think a lot of new creators have to look at it that way too. Cause it can be deflating. That's key. Yeah, I lost a lot. I lost a lot of followers at first too. Cause, <laughs> you know, people were coming to like I'm in school. People were coming up to me. Why do you keep posting so many videos? I'm like, hey, mm. get used to it. Get used to it. This is me now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, definitely, that's a good mindset to have, though. For sure. Um, so, I guess one, two last questions I want to ask. Well, really, one question, and I'm gonna let you say one inspirational thing that you want to give to somebody. Um, but I want to ask like with the growth of your brand in the past year, like did it have any effects on you uh, as a basketball player? I know you y'all got to the, the championship game, but I just want to know, like, did it impact like your relationship with your teammates? Was there additional pressure? Because like for me, like yesterday I put out, I've been like documenting my process just like this, just talking to the camera, like talking about goals and things of that nature. And yesterday I told, I told them, my, my followers my brother, that uh, I got a goal of making like $10,000 in my business on a per month basis. Um, and so I got a few people that hit me up about that just cause I like put that out. And so I know for you, you always talk about like what your goals are, you document your progress. You're trying to get to the NBA. Like, is that, is there a weight on you? Like from you putting that stuff out so publicly, and has it affected your your basketball game um, since you started doing that? Yeah, uh, I mean, at first it did take some adjusting. Uh, you know, people, um, you know, um, walk. You know, and I'm at school. You know, walking around like you get more attention, and you mm. know, uh, things of that nature. Teammates, they kind of stayed the same, but they, you know, they know that there's eyes watching and. So it's, it was a little different uh, for them, too. Um, and, you know, I'm playing against other teammate, other teams. All I hear is this, you know, TikTok, Mr. TikTok from the crowd, <laughs> benches from the players. So it took some adjusting, but uh, I adjusted it or I adjusted to it. And um, but, um, yeah, to, did that answer your question? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the last thing I want you to do is kind of just give some kind of inspirational words to an upcoming like creator who might just started their TikTok today, just started their Instagram. I know we kind of gave a, you gave a lot of gems on this podcast of like what they could, what they could and should be doing. But what would you say to the person that just started today or just started last week and just hasn't been seeing the success and wants to give up? So what, what would you tell them? Uh, 
Um, you know, they, it's kind of cliche, but I'd say, uh, hmm. I'd say keep going, you know, so stay consistent. Um, you know, you know, everyone starts from ground zero. So, you know, how does that one person who has a million followers uh, get to that point? They kept going. So that's my advice, just to keep going. And maybe if it's been so long, maybe try to reposition or uh, try to find a different route. Maybe it's new content. Maybe it's a new niche. It's, it's uh, a different way of editing. It's a different sounds that you're using. Try to tweak something and just see what works. But that comes with consistency. If you're posting, you're learning these things and you're picking up on new ways to get better. Um, but I would just say stay the course, stay consistent and, um, you know, create that impact. Just go, for, don't really chase views. Just, just, you know, try to get that impact, get a small community of, of uh, followers. And then from there, they're going to tell their friends and then they're going to share your content out. And then that's when, you start having more people invested in you. So that's what I would say. Nah, I think that's great advice, man. Um, Cause I think, I think the people that are in your age group and mine uh, and above are really sleeping on the fact that so many kids that are born in elementary school now that will come through want to be content creators. So there has to be people like you, like me, like other people that, have to tell them like don't give up because it's not easy like they're seeing the people with a million followers on TikTok, youtube whatever name the platform but they don't know the work that goes into it so there has to be a message that helps them propel themselves to keep going you know because uh, we don't want them to give up because that's their dream right people don't want to go to be a lawyer or anything anymore you go to these classrooms they want to create content they want to be a youtuber yeah. so it's fun yeah. another thing i want to uh, I want to say there's another thing. Um, don't, you know, it's never the, don't wait for the perfect time. It's never the perfect time. You know, mm -hmm. the, uh, start now. Like, you don't need a professional, you don't need, a, you don't need a professional camera. You don't need a, a mic, a fancy mic. You don't need any of that. Just iPhone and get the, get the, get the making content. Dope. Great advice, man. Um, so tell everybody that's listening or watching how they can connect with you. Obviously, we'll put all your information in the comment section, tag you in these videos. But uh, for those who just want to listen to it, uh, <laughs> let them know how they can connect with you on all your platforms. Yeah, uh, follow me on TikTok at Maddie Ice with three T's, Maddie Ice Five. Um, Instagram m at mi dot five underscore two underscores. Um, YouTube at Maddie Ice. Um, yeah, uh, I appreciate you for having me on. Uh, it no was good. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. I appreciate you coming on as well.